rule number one, probably the hardest rule to follow, yeah. is don't be a yeah. <laughs> Welcome back everyone to another episode of Bikes and Bourbon. I'm Russ from the Pathless Pedal. And I am Toffer from Pedal Missoula. From Pedal Missoula. Yeah, I'm gonna try that out now. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have asked, they're like, is there, <laughs> by bike path, do you mean like the physical bike path? Is there a website, the, the bike path? Oh, yeah, no, I just, uh, you know, I'm a dad, so about, 99% of my riding is done on the bike path. Right. <laughs> uh, let's get into the bourbon first okay. before bikes. All right. Uh, we have a Stag Junior. Uh, so this is a gift bourbon. This is gift bourbon, okay. Yeah, it's I from it's from Laura's brother, uh, He uh, who helped us with our training for Joy to Kansas. So that makes Matt Crawford. King, King of the, the Bourbons. Yeah, so um, we've been sampling it. You've been sipping on it, I think, uh, previously yeah, yeah. over the last, and you've uh, been enjoying it. 63%. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like over 100 proof. A couple things about this uh, Stag Junior. It's a barrel strength. Yeah. So that means they pop open the barrel and put it right into the bottle. Unfiltered. Typically, some distillers will you know water it down just to get it, get it to more drinkable drinkable levels. <laughs> But uh, this is actually pretty good. I mean, yeah, you know? Actually, yeah, like I think for something that you might, yeah, like if you know the processes, you might think like, wow, we're already mm -hmm. getting weird with our words. Right. <laughs> I've had like <laughs> half an ounce. <laughs> Oof. <clears throat> you have to be careful when you smell this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just like, went in a little bit deep and like. <laughs> I, do, I do feel like it tests your like, ability to kind of like negotiate the alcohol in it. Right, um, right. This is probably not a good beginner bourbon, but if you've acclimated, you can kind of pick through it. Yeah, and um, definitely. Especially on the nose. I mean, I feel like the light pour is also because right. you don't need a lot in your glass because yeah. it'll just overwhelm <laughs> yeah. um, your nose, so. But for, for a big bourbon, I feel like it's surprisingly drinkable. It's pretty smooth. Yep. I was getting uh, almost like a, like a caramel apple, mm -hmm. like you know, like in, when you go to the fair and they've got like those candied apples and they dip it in caramel. So mm -hmm. some some fruit sweetness, some some sugar sweetness, some caramel. It's pretty yeah, good. It's, it's really nice. It's, it's, it is amazingly drinkable for for something so big. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a pinch, you can use this for fuel oh. <laughs> <laughs> for your Trangia. Yeah, it'll be the most you, expensive alcohol stove ever. Yeah, if you run out. <laughs> on your camp out and you just need flask whiskey becomes right <laughs> alcohol fuel container so uh off to the bike stuff i think in this episode we're gonna uh i posted on the instagrams kind of a rough i don't know manifesto of the supple yeah. life I'd... yeah we've been kind of going back and forth over it and it's been something that been on our minds been on your mind up for a long time and so yeah talk about a few things here bikepacking.com membership Yes, you, you. Can, beautiful <laughs> journal that by Bunyan Velo Lucas. Yeah, yeah, the Bunyan Velo bikepacking people. They've been, I think they've been col collaborating on different things over the years. I don't know. They feel like you know, kind of in lockstep in a lot of ways. And yeah, they're finally kind of officially mm -hmm. melding their two worlds into this. Should be a beautiful print publication. Right. But before right. we get into that, 
The Supple Life. Supple Life. So I posted this on Instagram and it's amazing. This might be the crappiest photo I've ever posted, but, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of engagement. And yeah, uh, what yeah. really spurred me on to post this was actually a comment. Let me. Oh, I No, I think it's still here. From Fast Cyclist, he says, Wow, dude, if you hated the training that much, then you are not, capitalized, uh, a cyclist. Like, not at all. Sorry, period. Maybe find a different sport. Hey, is that maybe Canadian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely Canadian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it really made me think about like how narrow a view some people have of what a cyclist is. Like, are you only a cyclist if you're trying to race, go fast, get the podium? You know, because that, that kind yeah. of cuts out like a vast swath of people. <laughs> right. Well, it also makes me, I mean, I, I, it makes me think about what the whole cyclist, like, I mean, the term cyclist itself. Right. Sometimes I find that I get uncomfortable using that word just because right. I'm like, nah, I'm just a person who likes to ride a bike. Right. <laughs> because cyclists can sometimes be... I think you do get an image, right? When, you, when, when someone says cyclist, like... Right. Yeah. It's basically me, <laughs> but like maybe 30 pounds lighter <laughs> and then wearing all Lycra. Yeah. Yeah. And more carbon. <laughs> you know, uh, so that, that comment kind of spurred me on to like, well, okay, so we've been kind of goofing around this whole supple right. life thing. Yeah. And yes, it refers to well, the tires, play, but also... What you mean by that spurred you on? <laughs> it means these things hurt. <laughs> We're human. Right. We read these things and it's, it's like... And then oh. we drink bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The, the, the scornful comments. Yeah, I mean, I always us drinking since I always wonder if like people that, that post these you know hateful asinine comments if they would actually say those things in person. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, they, maybe they would. Okay, good on them for that. But so, supple right. life uh, yeah. manifesto rule number one, probably the hardest rule to follow, yeah. is don't be. A yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I'll let you maybe elaborate a little bit. I mean, we've been seeing. So I think that. We've kind of seen that message getting out there a little bit more. Um, I think Ramble Ride posted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had uh, a water bottle that said, don't be a d uh, yeah. I know, uh, do you know, do you follow Target Salad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he had a, he had the Tariq Silly fan club. Yeah. And I think he had two rules, like ride bikes and try not to be So yeah. like uh, people, many people have variations of this. Right. But, you know, I was like, well, should I word this differently? Uh, but then it's like, come on, we're adults. It's a, nice, <laughs> it's a nice, like, four word <laughs> right. sentiment here. Don't be a d so, hard, hard to follow. I don't know, maybe less said about this one. Right. Because I think it applies, like, to number two. Right. Ride what you like, ride how you like. Right. And so, kind of, yeah, that non judgmental going in, right. being, doing, doing you. Yeah. What you're comfortable with. Yeah, because we, we definitely have preferences for the kinds of bikes we like uh, mm -hmm. to ride, the kinds yep. of riding we like to do. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you want to, you know, ride fast and, you know, do all that stuff, you know, measure the watts, you know, we're not going to crap on people that want to do that. I mean, it, sure. it may not be our thing. No. Could be your thing. Yeah. You know, I totally respect that. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that kind of reciprocity is all I think we're really asking for. It's like it, our, type of cycling might not be the same one as yours, but I don't think it should be any, I don't know. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know, sometimes I, I feel like these things come in, you know, you have like a phase, a stage of life that you might be in. Right. Um, and so you're maybe not into something at a certain point. Mm -hmm. um, but then I remember that after your, your Kansas experience, 
maybe you'll never, <laughs> like, maybe there's just things that like, you're just like, ah, it's not for me. Right. And I think though that that's still, like that's one of the things about being, like not being a <laughs> like, yeah, that's not for me. Or like, I don't find a lot of right. pleasure and enjoyment in that. Yeah. But cool that you do. Right. And like, I'll, I mean, I'm not gonna poop in your soup. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, but just, that but that is true. Like, I was gonna do a video at some point about my 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 life stages as a cyclist. So I was noob, and then angry bike advocate, and then got into touring, yeah. and then flirted a little bit with like road cycling, and yeah. now this kind of gravel, like more laid back bike fishing thing. Yeah. And we all go through phases. Right. I mean. It's, it's only natural and human to, to have different interests and kind of express those interests over time. Yeah, and it's like, because, yeah, you go, but I mean, I think that the, what you, you'll, you'll maybe find is that you have certain types of cycling that you go kind of revert back to. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the thing that you got to kind of like keep in, like an ear out for, pay attention, listen for those, like those moments when you're like, oh, hey, like I like, this type of stuff and I tried that but like I didn't like it for this reason or maybe like I want to take some of what I learned doing that I don't know because there's been moments where like being a more like fit cyclist that like was really into going faster mm -hmm. like taught me a lot made me feel more confident on the bike right there's times mountain biking now I've been trying to do more mountain biking it's made me a lot better bike handler just like right. or just more confident on the bike more comfortable right so there's like times where it's like I don't think I consider myself a very good mountain biker at all right but I enjoy it kind of because it can be fun to get out into right. the mountains. But then also it's like, oh, it kind of actually helps me a little bit. Yeah, I think every- run around. Like so. everyone should try every kind of cycling because you're gonna learn something different. Yeah. You know, like as a commuter, you're gonna learn, you know, about road safety and, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, just the dynamics of, of urban space. Right. Um, it preps you for bike touring and, mm -hmm. you know, we're not overly concerned about weight, but then, you know, it's good to, to hop on a good road bike that now and again, just to see, okay, this is what a super efficient ride feels like. Or like, right. you know, like I've dabbled in lots of different disciplines and like, I feel like they're, they've all taught me something, yeah. you know? And I don't think like one is categorically better than the other, no. you know? Like riding on a velodrome. I like every <laughs> that, that I've not done. <laughs> you, how's yeah, like that's just something that like everybody should do. Like it's silly, like yeah. it's just, it's really fun. And then like, especially when you get up to speed, just enough, you know, where you can like enjoy like being banked. Right. Like, and you don't, you're like, and then all of a sudden all the maths kick in, you know, and you're just like able to go. I mean, the there's just things like that. Yeah, where you're just like, ah, that's fun. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily need to like race on a velodrome ever again, but like I would definitely like, suggest people just like try it once because it's like a yeah <laughs> fun thing to do ride what you like and how you like to do it and how you like to do it uh that's it yeah that's like it's... i mean it's just, i think it's part of like being a decent human being <laughs> all right so point number three arrow yeah, is just, not everything like yeah. i feel like oh man you know uh especially after i posted the dirty Kansas video there's a lot of like talk about efficiency like you know wearing oh, yeah. long sleeve shirts you know i right. lost so many watts you know, not being clipped in, I lost so many watts. Right. And that's important for, for some people, but I don't think it's like the ultimate rubric, the ultra ultimate metric for how you should decide how to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I rode Rebecca's Private Idaho last year. Mm -hmm. Great event, gravel event, mm -hmm. but the only bike that I had kind of <laughs> like ready for that at the time 
is my Page Street, which has fenders on it and a basket on the front. Nice. And so... Um, <coughs> Did you get funny looks? Oh yeah, like and people were totally like, hey, it's the basket bike guy. But it was funny though, because it was like, also like it was a bunch of people on like one buys. Right. And on the climb, I had like a lot of extra gearing. Right. And I was able to just like, yeah. go on up the mountainside there. And uh, even though there was a basket on the front. And I was, and then all my food that I needed was right there in front of me. Right. Uh, Advantages. If I needed a snack. <laughs> so, yeah, like, air is not everything. Sometimes you need snacks and you don't want to, like, be digging in some pocket. Right. <laughs> or maybe your snack doesn't fit in a pocket. Or maybe your snack is a burrito and not, like, a pile of goo. Right. And then, like, you shouldn't, you know, again, give people crap for that. <laughs> right. Bur burritos, though, I feel like the, they're pretty arrow. They are. <laughs> like the arrow, does arrow go with being, like, a weight weenie? I think so. I think they're I mean, they're cousins. <laughs> because that's the other thing, like arrow I mean like like the whole weight thing where I feel like sometimes people are getting away from that, but every so often like it crops back up. And I always love that people put things like in how much things weigh like in grams or something. I'm right. just like I don't know. Like yeah. I don't, that's like not a relevant uh, like number to me. You know, being a weight weenie, aerodynamics, it's totally fetishized. You know, and yeah. it's like to, to the point where if you do something that doesn't conform to that, like people like look down on you, right. which is like, so, I don't know, I think it's absurd. <laughs> I think maybe because we are coming from a more touring, urban, writing, like right. some of that stuff, like we just, it's like you, I don't know, you have bags and they're full of stuff and like, <laughs> like you just are like okay with stuff being a little bit heavier maybe or yeah. you're just, or you're not arrow because that doesn't matter. Like how far, you, how fast you cover your like 50 miles a day touring doesn't. Right. I mean, somebody who's like not even new, but even like an intermediate writer, I don't think it improves your, your enjoyment of writing that much. No, I like it. So to like to focus on that, I think it's just as like a weird talking point that makes you have something to like show off. Like you have like a thing that you can talk about, but it doesn't mean anything. Like it's just. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'm ever like moving at the speeds where, you know, those marginal gains are going to make a huge difference. Right. And also like there's always, I mean, it's, it's a dragon that you'll never catch. You can chase it all you want, but then there's always going to be something that's lighter, more aerodynamic. And I feel like it just, just leads to unhappiness in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I, I recently have been reading Twitter more, right. which is not a good thing to do, I, I would say. There's but, more characters to read. <laughs> there's more characters to read, but then it's like, it's like always like, if you ever try to stay like up to date with like your feed or like, right. Right. Just, it's a losing battle. It is. Give up the ghost. So Arrow is not everything. Nope. Uh, you know, it's, you know, I'm not gonna discount it for, for people that race, for people that are chasing the podium, then definitely Arrow is, you know, one of those uh, things you should, but for, I think for many cyclists, for people that tour, that commute, that just wanna, you know, I think number four, have fun on a bike. Right. It shouldn't be, I don't think we should like kick people in the head because they're not wearing the most aerodynamic clothing. <laughs> I was going to this just for folks, because the next one, yes, yeah, have fun here. Right. So I'm getting ready to have, have more fun. fun. <laughs> um, but I was- 126% at the time. <laughs> if you, are you having fun? Are you truly enjoying it? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes like the, the weight stuff and the aero stuff is not, about fun, it's more about some like perceived how you should be a cyclist or how you should ride bikes and what it means to be competitive. Right. Um, I would say 
if you need like a reference point for this, Bailey Newberry on a single speed <laughs> just got second place on the Tour Divide. Yeah. And it's like, that would be never something you would be like, yeah, you should ride a single speed on the Tour Divide. Right. That'll make you faster. Right. But for him, like, it had to be fun on some level because right. he kept going even though, ah, like that. So people have different, I think maybe opinions or uh, ideas of what fun is and that's okay. Right, it's part of, you know, yeah. you refer back to rule number so, two, which is ride what you like and, and how you like it. Yeah. <clears throat> Supple Life, manifesto, rules, credo, I don't know what we're gonna call it, but so yeah. when, we, when we refer to the Supple Life, yes, it, you know, there is like the uh, technical aspect mm -hmm. of, a, of a particular style of bike with particular tires, but also in like the greater philosophical sense, this is what we're right. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about, did you see the QBP on their Instagram release like a um, 650B to 700 like uh, comparison of like oh, really? tire uh, diameters, diameters huh. um, to help explain what the whole thing is about. Um, there's that part of the supple life right. that requires <laughs> Maths. math and science. and science. And then there's what we're talking about for the last 10 minutes here, right. which is uh, not scientific. It's right. more of a feeling. Uh, bike feels. Bike feels. Uh, I have to say, now that I've, we've gotten another yeah. pour here, it's like that, that whole caramel apple thing that you were describing is what makes this amazing. Yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. This is that. It's worth enjoying. So the next topic, uh, bikepacking.com yep. has released a membership model, partnered up with uh, Lucas from Bunyan Bello. So as a member, you get two issues of Bikepacking Journal. What's, yeah, it's twice a year, yeah, so it's, it's a yearly, a year. yearly deal, I guess. Um, get access to merch. Um, yeah, yeah And the, the feels of supporting the All community. The, yeah, the community. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, I guess it kind of makes me wonder if, at some point, maps or routes would go behind some type of paywall. Paywall. I think I think this is testing the waters. <laughs> but um, yeah, for right now, it's the same bikepacking.com that you know and love. Um, it just now has a beautifully produced. Wait, we haven't seen it, but if it's anything like Bunny and Velo, kind of. Right. There. I mean, what Lucas has done with that, it'll be beautiful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and amazing. So um, yeah, it's interesting. To, to see that because I feel like, I mean, the kind of obviously the oldest example I think we have is Adventure Cycling, mm -hmm. which is where- They also have membership. They also have membership. <laughs> um, because yeah, I mean, how do you pay? I mean, it takes time to go uh, figure out a route. I mean, a lot of times um, it's like ground truthing, you know? I mean, you gotta mm -hmm. like, you can see it on a satellite. You can, Google Maps tells you there's a road there. Right. You can get out some like old, maps and books and kind of see that right. at some point somebody says there was going to be a road, especially right. when you're looking at gravel stuff. Mm -hmm. This is not so much for paved, paved, paved stuff. stuff because yeah. that's more established, but like, so it takes time to go out there and find the routes to make sure that it's rideable. Um, or even if there is a road, is it rideable? Is it worth yeah, and this is recommending to people? Yeah. So this is like, if you, if you guys have seen like the older PLP talks, this is a question I brought up a couple times, like with Sarah Swallow. It's like, you know, should should you know route creators be paid, you know, or is it just Wild West? Everything's free. You know, shouldn't they be compensated for like, time, resources? You know, is the internet's 
you know, ready to pay for something like that just because we've had free access to it for such a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm of the opinion that they should be paid just because it's, it's, it's time and money and they're doing it for the love, but you know, love doesn't pay rent all right. the time. <laughs> well, I mean, in some ways, I guess coming at it from if you're, I don't know, a writer or an artist or any right. type of person who like you're creating creates something. something. Right. I mean, yes, it's like, that's like saying that like, an artist shouldn't be paid because like paint exists in the world. Right. But it's like, well, yeah, but it's how they use that paint. Or, or that they shouldn't be paid because they like doing it and that right. should be payment enough. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, just because it exists in the world doesn't mean, and they enjoy it doesn't mean that it should just be something that like we all get to go and just enjoy. Like it takes time and there's a lot of, you know, problems with things. There's a lot of determining if it's actually what route is writable through a, through a place. Um, one of my favorite things was reading about the guy who created or who like scouted the original or who like Great, the Great Divide. Divide. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like an amazing thing to think about that, yeah, yeah, somebody had to actually like make sure it connected. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting times. I mean, I think, you know, we, we make content on the website, on the YouTube channel and everything. And, you know, advertising dollars, not so good. Yeah. You know, like there's only a few few brands with the resources to, to pay those rates. Um, and you know, there's and by uh, those rates, you mean like rates that somebody could actually like make a living, like <laughs> eat dinner every night, right? <laughs> pay rent, right? Uh, things so, like things like that, like those those the big expenses in life. Yeah. So limit the number of brands w with the resources and the willingness to to pay for advertising, yeah. and also you know compound that with like almost a limitless number of websites. Podcasts, you know, you know, YouTube channels that Instagram are, feeds, right? That that you know, that want that want or need some money. So, I think, you know, in like for for us as Pathless Pedaled, you know, we saw this. Like we we have no ads on the website. Our tact has been um, you know kind of a direct appeal to viewers and readers, just because you know the bike industry doesn't want another mouth to feed, you right. know. And I feel like we're at the point where hopefully, you know, we're providing, you know, some valuable content, entertaining content, educational content that you guys see some value in and want to support that stuff. Yeah. I mean, not just with us, but, you know, with bikepacking.com. You know, I don't know if, right. if, if Radivus will go down that route. But I think it's, you know, like in the long term, like advertising model is, I don't think it's sustainable. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the... I mean, especially yeah, with the state of the bike industry. I don't think, I don't know if, like, I don't think anybody knows what if like one way is better if i mean or um because i mean your model isn't membership no it's not it's not membership it's purely through the goodness of your your guys's uh hearts right. um but it is it is a direct appeal to like, right. like the the people consuming right. the media right and I, I mean i think that there yeah there's a lot of i think that's i mean I, yeah like people giving uh money for uh <laughs> the uh, what do you use to weigh something? This, oh, that, thing that scale, the digital scale. scale. Digital yeah, scale. It's not up here. All right. <laughs> yeah, and, that was so so. I was so stoked I, on that. Like I, at, at I, an ounce I, and a half of yeah. Stag Junior Toffer. <laughs> All the words. Digital scale. Scared. What's that? Yeah, uh. I love that he was he was so fed up with my bathroom scale <laughs> measurements. He was like, "Here, just buy 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 this scale." <laughs> he was very particular. But yeah, I mean that's that's kind of you know like how you know there's like right. we get I get some money from AdSense, it's not it's not very much. <laughs> right. <laughs> like this bottle probably costs more than what I get per video. <laughs> yeah, it's weird as these things grow. I mean, as bike packing, as bike touring kind of 
grows into this new thing and absorbs gravel and like all these things are kind of feeding into each other. Right. It's interesting to see them grow because it's like in some ways you can miss, it's not like a selling out thing. Like I feel like my like, you know, 90s topper is like <laughs> upset at Pearl Jam or something here, but it's more like, um, like there's in some ways you're just like, oh, I miss the old right. version of something. And like, right. it felt like, it's less punk rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it felt like, I don't know, I just remember like, like when I first read bikepacking.com, it was like, Logan Stamp was like all over it. And right. you could just tell, you got a sense. And I think sometimes that can get, right. as more people get involved, it has to, but then you're kind of like, ah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I miss that. Uh, but that happens with other things too. I mean, like I feel that way kind of about yeah. I mean, Swift that, or yeah. some like, in, like other companies are like, ah, oh, yeah. I remember when right. they were, before they, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the only like disingenuous thing about like the whole bikepacking membership is like, you know, so, you know, you know, be a member, support the community, which is fine, but I mean, honestly, like the website's a business and like you should stop like kind of pandering to like, oh, it's this, you know, community. I mean, yes, it, there is like a community element to it, but he's trying to keep the lights on and just yeah. be upfront about that. You know, I'm not like, hey, support the self life community. It's like, no, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta buy some bourbon and, and pay rent, you know? Yeah. Like there's no like, yeah. I don't know, pretension. And you know we're not buying as much bourbon as right, we used to. We're getting gifted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, I have like no pretensions of like, you know, the, the, the self life club or something, you know, it's just like, if you like what we do, if you value it, yeah. then yeah. yeah. The end of Bikes and Bourbon, though, will be when I go off and I start the Supple Life Club. There you go. <laughs> Topper and, starts cashing in. Yeah, I start cashing in on this. Yeah, I'm going to take the path more pedals. Yeah. Oh, look, the, the, the red. It turned red. The audio turned red. All right, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Bikes and Bourbon. Um, yeah. So until next time, keep the supple side down. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>